Get busy profiling small businesses, entrepreneurs, and innovators. Yo, friends, we all need a little bit of security in our lives. How the hell do we get job security? How do you future-proof your career? There are new innovations almost every day at this point, and all technology has meant that some career, or and all this technology, rather, has meant that some career paths just not viable anymore. Some jobs just cease to exist. Uh, we should all be thinking about this, future-proofing our careers as well. And to try and help us with this situation, I have Hannes Vessels, who's an educational psychologist. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, Hannes. And uh, hopefully you can help us with what we're talking about today. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yes, I'm glad I could chat. Um, let's start from the top. Um, what are we talking about when we actually say future-proofing our careers? Like, what? how, how can you do this? So basically, when we talk about future-proofing your career, you are trying to put yourself in a position where your skills that you have will be in demand no matter what change happens um, within the economy or within uh, technological disruption. So you're basically making sure that your skills stay relevant throughout your career span. Mm. I, I mean, but how do you know? How how can you know? How can you say, yes. as as um, um I, I'm trying to say, like as a vinyl DJ, how did you yeah. ever think in your mind that we were not only going to go from from vinyl to to CDs and then now play music of USBs, but also laptops? Like, oh yeah, I think that's a great example of how quickly things can change. So the, the way that I see it, there's a cool framework that you can look at. Is you say you, you trade in specific skills or situational skills and you invest in transferable skills. So if your skills are within a closed ecosystem, so if you think about vinyl records and CDs, that's a very closed ecosystem. Um, so those skills are normally going to have a short time limit and a short time span. So you use them to get the financial reward for it, but while you are practicing those skills, you have to invest in what we call transferable skills. Skills that um, can replicate in any situation. Okay. That doesn't make sense. I mean, it does, yeah. but <laughs> if uh, it's the thing, it's the fact that you actually have to first think like that, yeah. and then also knowing what the heck a transferable skill okay. is. Perfect. Yeah. So let me give you. It's a transferable skill. Um, I, there are four transferable skills that I could quickly mention. So the first one is the ability to learn and learn quickly and adjust. Okay. So I would say, so um, if there's one superpower somebody can invest in to make their career future-proof is to learn how to learn mm-hmm. and how to learn quickly. Oh, so, I love that. So your ability to adjust, if you think about it, to adjust from being a vinyl DJ to a CD DJ to a USB DJ, the underlying skill there is to learn a technology rapidly. So, and your ability to learn what's very important in that skill. So I would say the superpower is to be a lifelong learner. And I know there might, might be some the school students listening to this and some varsity students are quite fed up with their degrees at the moment. Mm-hmm. But tap into that ability to learn because um, it, it makes you um, adaptable within any change that happens. If I just think I'm a psychologist. I had to learn website design and how to work on Twitter. I never thought that I would be able to need to learn how to do that. So, but the underlying skills of learning how to learn is going to be very important. Another one is your analytical skills. And basically, how I summarize that is making a complex situation understandable and being able to communicate and navigate it. Wait, what was this one called again? Analytical skills. Okay. So if you think about it, if you go do a course degree, 
actually what they are teaching you is to understand complexity within this field. Yes. And then if you can understand the complexity, added to that is how do you communicate it and how do you help yourself or other people to navigate complexity. That's a superpower as well. Yes. I can do that one. I know okay. I can do that one. I know I can do that one. Okay, cool. That's okay. cool. Yeah. The other one is people skills. If you can oh, learn no. how... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. People skills? If you know how to work with people, mm. how to influence people, and then at the same time build your own personal brand. And make money that. out of the people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. yeah, but so the thing is, if you are relevant to people and you can help people solve problems, you mm. will be relevant no matter what field you are in. Sure. So, um, so I have a lot of clients that want to say they want to become an entrepreneur and they're going to have this business idea. But the first thing I ask is, does the idea solve a problem? Mm. And that ability to listen for people's needs and to listen for that problem, that is a superpower as well. That, and then the last one is self-management and emotional management. Laka, you just tuned in. Let me just tell you, we are trying to help you future-proof your career. We have uh, educational psychologist Hannes Vessels with us. Um, Hannes, I did get a question sent in via voice note. Um, actually, let's just play it. I'm not going to try and summarize, but maybe maybe <laughs> okay. you can you can help this guy out. Yes. Hey, Nicole and Hannes. Um, I'm very interested in this uh, conversation that you guys are having now. I think it's very relevant to a lot of people. Um, Hannes, my question is... Um, in, in the rapid growing um, industries that uh, are out there in, you know, in the world right now, um, how would you recommend someone equip themselves with the, the foresight or the sight um, to actually acknowledge um, that uh, change is imminent and how would you recommend they, they start equipping themselves um, with um, the, the, the ability to recognize what changes they would need to make in their relevant industries or within their relevant brands um, in order to adapt to, to future future growth in companies or in industries. Well, I hope you got that, Hannes, because I, I lost it about halfway through, I must be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have to apologize. It was very, very soft on my side over here. Okay. If, if, is there maybe one or two questions you can summarize me? Or so essentially what he said is how do you, how do you recognize that essentially your job is either going to become redundant or that the skills that you have for whatever it is you do are not going to be useful anymore. And then mm. how do you, I think, I feel like it's stuff that we've already touched on, but yeah. maybe if we can do a quick recap of, okay, how do you recognize that maybe mm. this is not, there isn't much of a future in this for me? Yeah. And then B, like, how do you, um, what, how, if you're in a particular industry, what might be an easy pivot for you? Okay, so there's two practical approaches I can think of immediately. So the first one is if, if your job has repetitive work over and over and over again, if you're basically doing um, digitally the exact same thing over and over and over again, the chances are that that's going to be disrupted in the next uh, few years. Automated, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be automated. So so if it's a job that is uh, being... So, um, if there's a job which requires you to start um, working with automation that is that has a tendency to that's going to probably going to grow so we're looking at growth in the healthcare and in the human sector and then also the critical um uh, what do you call analysis skills engineering and data capturing or data analysis so uh, another way to look is go onto linkedin and mm -hmm. go see how many jobs are being uh, posted for your specific role 
And if you start seeing that there's a decline in demand for these skills on LinkedIn, for instance, that might be an indication that you need to start upskilling yourself and see where's the industry pivoting towards. So go look at overseas uh, for job applications and see what are the type of roles they're advertising and how does it compare to the roles you are doing. Quick one, if, is it not if you, I mean, wouldn't you be in more demand if there are fewer people looking for, do you know what I mean? Like if you, yeah. it's a very particular skill set. Yeah, so, so I'm assuming that there's already a baseline that the, the, the person has. So they're already in the industry and they have this baseline of what the demand is. So mm. I have to just add that anecdote. So go determine the baseline and see if there's an increase or a decrease significantly. Um, if there's a, a, yeah, so the, the special skills probably requires um, a very extensive portfolio or a very extensive um, degrees. So see the amount of qualifications needed for that specific skill so then you know that's a high in-demand skill. Um, otherwise, go determine the baseline and see where if it's going up or down at the moment. But as a rule of thumb, I would say always, always upskill yourself. Allocate at least a few hours of your week to, to, to go onto a course uh, online and just add those skill sets. Whatever it might be. And there's so many free ones at the moment as well. Oh, yeah. yeah there really are. Yeah. Uh, last one, Hannes, before I let you go. Uh, what would you say are the most future-proof careers right now? So we, we're looking at the moment, um, so human careers. So you're looking at education, uh, mental health. Uh, so you're looking at healthcare. So there's going to be a big demand for um, nurses, doctors, um, uh, anybody also working in uh, technology in the, the healthcare is going to be booming at the moment. And then also uh, your computer data skills is also going to be uh, uh, booming in the next uh, few years. And so so if I can encourage anybody, is, uh, look in those three sectors to, to uh, future-proof your career at the moment. Beautiful. Hannes, I think that's a good place for us to leave it. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Huge pleasure, Nicole. And I'm going to publish short uh, essays and threads on this topic for your audience so they can just go to at Hannes Edsack and I'll tag you if that's okay. Did you say uh, at Hannes what? Edsack. So it's uh, short. Educational psychologist. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And awesome. that's on, on website or on Twitter? On Twitter. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Hannes. Have a lovely rest of your Saturday. <laughs> you too. Thank you for the opportunity. Cheers. All right, we're going to get into your news next, um, but that wraps up Get Busy as per usual. You can jump onto 5fm.co.za for all the catch-ups on this and others like it. Get busy. Get busy on Extra Loud Morning.